0: Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Downtime with John and Emily, the how-to podcast by siblings who don't know anything. I'm your co-host John Downey,
1: and I'm Emily Downey.
0: Emily, uh how's your uh, how's your week in the city? How's work going?
1: It's all right. They fired another dude yesterday.
0: They fired another dude yesterday? Yep. So how many does that make since you started?
1: Um almost all the bartenders. Are you eating? What? No. Emily? Oh. No. Emily, definitely not. I would not. I take this very seriously.
0: We've talked about this.
1: Would not be eating during our podcast. That's so you can't disrespectful to our listeners.
0: It is. It's oh god.
1: It's so good. What even
0: is that? What are you eating?
1: It's a sticky bun.
0: You're eating a sticky bun.
1: Uh huh. I'm almost done now. I promise.
0: Am I gonna have? I will ground you.
1: That's not possible. Plus, I spend most of my time in my room. The real punishment would be forcing me to go outside.
0: No, don't. Don't talk. Just eat. I'll wait.
1: Okay. So how's your day going?
0: Nope. (laughs) No, this is what what you've decided to do. This is how we've decided that this episode's going to go, so this is how we're doing it. We're gonna sit here in silence, me and all of our thousands of listeners, and you're gonna sit there and eat your sticky bun until you're done.
1: Well, I'm gonna enjoy it.
0: Good. No, you should. Mm-hmm. Need some to you need to wash that down with something?
1: It's okay, I've got coffee right here.
0: She's such an asshole. (laughs) This is good radio. We should do this every time. We should make this a segment, I think.
1: Emily eats pastries and laughs.
0: Emily eats pastries. John sits in silence.
1: I'll bring something crunchier next time.
0: Good, yeah. No, something that really... Maybe something really... um, I don't know, like a soup, maybe.
1: <laughs> I'm not a slurper.
0: You Something really splashy. Like,
1: listening to you eat cereal. That's like the worst thing I've ever yeah. heard in my life. You
0: know you know what's the difference, though? Is when I eat cereal, I'm not doing it in front of a microphone while <laughs> trying to record a podcast.
1: Yeah, but it was so good.
0: It's, you know.
1: Like, I wish everyone could have experienced I'm the happy sticky for you. Bun I just experienced it's from Roberta's Pastries in Bushwick, New York, celebrating local businesses, and it was delicious.
0: <laughs> oh, you know what? Actually, that might be a decent segue because this episode of Downtime with John and Emily happens to be How to Love. And it's a very broad subject. There's a lot of things to love and there's a lot of ways to love a lot of things.
1: This episode makes me inherently nervous.
0: What? Why? <laughs> like,
1: I'm just nervous. I don't know. It scares me. It's so nebulous. Love? We could, talk, we could talk about anything. Anything could happen.
0: Yeah. that's That's sort of the idea. So, people, I feel like, usually get stuck with how to love your neighbor. Like, you try to like donate old clothes and and give money to the homeless or whatever but i while i'm all for that i am focused on other things like how to love dogs and how to love food and
1: you almost said it
0: what the c word did you did you want to talk about your cat emily no no are you
1: okay. sure
0: no you can no we've had next no week. we've had big developments in that in that uh that branch
1: I'm always so nervous to talk about cats on here now it you really
0: no, is. you shouldn't be i don't I don't wanna look it can be a recurring segment. We can have a little five minute portion cat chat cat cat talk with emily
1: cat chat cat chat it's a cat chat Ugh. or a chat chat why does
0: why do our entire lives need to be puns
1: uh I like it let's do it okay, so new development on the cat front. His name is Oscar and he's black and white and I'm picking him up up on Monday. And by the time this episode airs, I will have him living with me in my home. It's very exciting.
0: She got approved to
1: I got approved to take a cat I hid home. All of the evidence of mouse he, traps. He is
0: very cute. Poison. By the time you hear this, I'm sure pictures of him will be um on some sort of social media where you can see pictures of him. He'll be we'll probably we'll post something about him on our website get Downey.com. Yeah, I'm not gonna
1: whore him out to the social media zombies, okay? Well
0: He's... look, we can't just talk about an adorable kitty and then not satisfy the, the curious people.
1: I disagree. I think we have to absolutely just talk about how cute a cat is and just overhype it and overhype it and overhype it and then never post anything about it.
0: Well, I I was just going to say, do you think we're overhyping him? Because I don't.
1: No. I just love delayed expectations that can never be fulfilled. Like, okay, did I ever tell you my idea for a TV show? No. Okay, so I have this idea for a TV show. It's actually not a fully formed idea. But I do know, like, I don't know what the TV show would be about. But I know it would feature, like, a friends-like living room with a box. Like, a cardboard box in the middle of the 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 coffee table where everyone chills and whatever there's just a box and it's there like day one someone brings in this box on the show and puts it on the coffee table and then it never gets opened ever
0: is is it like a shoe box is it like a big cardboard box
1: No, Just like a nondescript, perfectly square cardboard box. You think, what could possibly be in this box? And then, potentially, this show will go on for seasons and seasons. No one touches, looks at, or (laughs) opens the box.
0: Just purely for the sake of disappointing your audience when you... Just, when you get to the end of it?
1: frustrating people <laughs> for possibly years on end. Just like, maybe one day we'll open the box or talk about the box or, God damn it, look at the box. No one's going to do it. Ever. And that will be my legacy.
0: So it's a perfectly square box. You want it to be a box that, like, definitely is not a decoration.
1: No. Absolutely not. Definitely, like, a package. Meant for somebody. We don't know who.
0: Is anything written on it?
1: No, nothing. I like it. I'm in love with this idea. I want, when, one day when I create a television show, this will be a key aspect of it. And people will try to fight me, but I will win because it's the only thing I care
0: about. It'll be just like... That's what I love. (laughs) Your show is going to be exactly like How I Met Your Mother because your audience is going to be expecting great things throughout the entire time it's going and then they're going to get to the end and be extremely disappointed it's exactly like how i met your mother and look how successful they were
1: hey they tried to resolve something though i'm not trying to resolve anything (laughs) my only goal is to frustrate and upset and in that be completely revolutionary and it's gonna be great
0: i'm i'm not entirely sure that that wasn't their intention also
1: What a bunch of assholes. (laughs) Wait. (laughs) No, sticking to my guns, the box will happen. Good. It's going to be awesome. No, I'm for it. We're just going to do it better than How I Met Your Mother.
0: I mean, it's not that tall of an order.
1: Without all the heteronormativity and bullshit. True. God, that show is so disgusting. like, what?
0: All right, let's move on. I'm
1: sorry, okay. (laughs) Things I don't love how i met your mother
0: <laughs> yeah bad start i'm sorry that was my fault okay <laughs> this
1: is how to love this is, a
0: podcast this is how, to, how love. to love and i'm so not sorry. how to hate not how to hate not tv how to frustrate. shows that were bad um
1: or make so tv shows that were better what can
0: we start so you you were loving that that pastry
1: oh my god it was so good so i miss it
0: let's move how, how do we how do we help the people learn how to love food better
1: Oh wow. Um The only thing I can think of is so inappropriate. I can't say
2: it. Oh no.
0: <laughs> I didn't even think about that. This is a uh, a minefield. That's not love. This
1: this That's not love. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the theme for this that podcast. Is,
1: that is perversion.
0: A terrible idea.
1: Oh my god. Um But we did this like with good intentions, right? Okay, so like I work in a restaurant, right? That's been established, maybe loosely. But like love is such an important part of my work because if I didn't genuinely love food or love talking about food, then I would not be as efficient as I am in my job, which is as a salesperson. So I think you can integrate love into your work in that. You can I don't know, it helps me sell it better if I go up to a table and I'm like, "Hey, this is genuinely good." You know, I could say that about anything, but the meaning behind it makes it what what makes people want to buy it. I know that was like not I'm so sorry.
0: No, I no, I like it mostly because you're a vegetarian.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, I did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Do you want to do you want to tell everyone your suckling pig story?
1: Oh yeah, I recently won a contest at work for selling the most suckling pig entrees. I I sold personally the equivalent about of about uh one and a half baby pigs, and I am very proud of myself because that was like I don't know they're each seventy two dollars a piece, and I sold six.
0: Jesus.
1: So I mean, like that was pretty intense, but at the same time, yeah, it's. Like, hugely against my morals to do so, I guess. So, uh, I won, like, a dinner by our head chef. Like, he made me dinner. And so, he's like, all right, congratulations. You sold the most pig, Emily. What do you want to eat? And I was like, nothing with meat in it.
0: (laughs) I am appalled at myself. Please don't give me anything with meat in it.
1: Not even that. It was just like, he was disappointed. Like, he was like, what the (laughs) fuck? Just so one, he wanted to make me a delicious meal, and you know, chefs are like very—they're meat people. They just love meat, generally. And so he was disappointed that he couldn't make me like this amazing—I don't know what he wanted to make—but also that that the person who sold the most suckling pigs in his restaurant hasn't touched a pig in (laughs) five years.
0: Five years,
1: yeah.
0: So. I would say that you sold the most suckling pigs, not out of love for animals, obviously, but no. more so out of love for competition.
1: I love competition. I love winning. We could talk about that. Oof.
0: How can we love competition and winning more?
1: Um, the more you win, the more you want to win. It's a never-ending cycle. It's fantastic. You know, you get that rush of endorphins. You're like, I've won something. People like me more now because I'm a winner. And I'm just going to keep on crushing it. I
0: think we might have unlocked a complex of some sort.
1: (laughs) No, it's absolutely a complex. Why do you think I participate in absolutely no sporting activities or endeavors at all, ever?
0: People like you more when you win obviously doesn't everyone know that
1: <laughs> people like winners john
0: i agree no i mean i i feel the same way about competition my favorite memories to this day are winning competitions and things i think about this all the time you know how people always people always talk about find your happy place find the like the memory that makes you happiest Mm. Maybe that's just trying to produce your Patronus spell. I don't know. (laughs) Uh,
1: You know, but that's also, like, very important to know about yourself. It is. Like, your Patronus is something to know as well. But
0: whenever someone says something like that, I always go back to to winning, like, states in high school. When we won the the statewide uh, one-act play competition, I'm always always brought back to it because that was a that's like one of my favorite memories to this day that's,
1: that was like such a good time
0: it was so good
1: that's like the last good photo of me ever taken too so i mean like <laughs> oh, no
0: that's not true
1: just kidding i've gotten prettier to all those listening from our high school days who haven't seen me look who has boobs now oh no <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> no.
0: Self love is part of it.
1: Self love is part of it. Do you get distracted by mirrors?
0: Oh no. This is just a <laughs> psychology course in Emily.
1: <laughs> I'm telling you the subject makes me the subject makes me very nervous. <laughs> there is a well, wall and I don't want it to be broken down. I want it to be here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> didn't I? Well, I didn't want to talk about like relationship stuff because that's fucking boring. Everyone always talks about relationship stuff when they talk about love, and I'm and everyone I'm is always wrong.
1: It. Yeah, and no one ever listens. Like yeah. like when you give someone relationship advice, they never listen. No, like ugh. they
0: don't, and they should.
1: They absolutely should, but they never do. No. I personally have not listened to to advice that was that was good. John has think, it too, yeah.
0: Yeah, I think you rarely listen to advice, though.
1: Yeah, no, fuck
0: Just advice given by anyone. <laughs> but you give good advice, and I appreciate that about you. But I also wanted to avoid because I I don't want to contribute to the boring relationship conversation. Even though I've had a girlfriend for a very long time, and people come up to me. And talk to me about relationships frequently because they know I've been in a relationship for four years. And Sam, I love you. Thank you for listening. But I don't thanks, Sam, I don't really need to talk about
1: it. I don't know why. i just thanks. Oh, thanks for listening, Sam. Also, thanks yeah. for being with John, I guess, because you're way cooler than he is. Oh, no. That's true. Tearing apart my equipment. This subject makes me so weird. Okay.
0: <laughs> I want to go back to this mirror a bit. What were you talking about there?
1: Love? You know what? It's not Self-love. Self-love. Okay. Just look in the mirror and be like, hey, you know, sometimes you got to look in the mirror and be like, hey, I look awesome today.
0: Fair enough. You know, I don't do that often enough.
1: Do you not have mirrors?
0: Uh, Not in my room. I've got a mirror in my bathroom. And then when I need to, like, when I'm getting ready for a fancy event in a suit or something, my roommate, Dan Nasimos he has a a mirror in his room, like a floor length that I use, which is nice. (laughs) Thanks, Dan
1: friendship
0: friendship how to love how to love friends yeah i i love my friends i frequently tell them what to do and how not to act in public that's probably not good though
1: yeah it's not great
0: um
1: should that okay so like being accepting of your friends that's important
0: that is important i agree i hmm
1: you got nothing do you not have friends
0: I have friends.
1: Uh, Doesn't sound like it. I think I'm seem at a loss for
2: words.
0: (laughs) I think I'm. I think I'm a good friend. I try. I try to be helpful whenever I can. I'm helpful,
1: brave, clean. Let's not do a Boy Scout thing. Kind, thrifty, reverent.
0: Can I do the whole thing? Trustworthy, Uh, loyal, helpful, friendly, courteous, (laughs) kind, obedient, cheerful, thrifty, brave, clean, and Uh, uh,
1: reverent.
0: Killing it. Eagle Scout.
1: Whatever. No, I
0: think think I'm... What? You have... Just because you're a dude. Okay. Emily... We need to show Emily a little bit of love because (laughs) I I earned my Eagle Scout, which is great, but she has earned two Eagle Scout equivalents under the umbrella of the boy scouts of america it, she does not have an eagle scout because that is for boy scouts but she has two other awards that are both in and of themselves equivalent of eagle scout and i think she deserves a round of applause
1: oh no why did that make me sad i was such a nerd but, the, <laughs> but i was queen of the nerds that's important okay so i'm not of just the blind, any nerd
0: the one-eyed man is king
1: exactly (laughs) i got promoted at my last job too how being the most competent person in a room full of highly incompetent people
0: oh god great you're just like hey i can terrible
1: i can screw in a light bulb you're getting promoted
0: Great. (laughs) you get to run our restaurant now for like four days out of the week
1: um, but back to friendship, right? That's good. Friends yeah. are good. I find myself being highly selective of my friends. Like, you know, if you, I feel like I form very tight bonds with my friends. So, no matter the right. like, distance or whatever, like I want a friendship that will weather that storm because I move a lot and I'm also not the best person all the time. Like, I'm okay, but like In all honesty, like, I forget birthdays and, like, last names and, I don't know, (laughs) it's a mess, like, (laughs) it's not that I don't care, like, I care very much, but it's like, okay, I'm so sorry, you're still dating What's-His-Face, you know, and they're like, oh, wow, David and we've been together for seven years, I'm like, oh, no, I just fucked up (laughs) massively, you know, so... Um, I definitely form tight bonds with my friends so that they'll never leave me for the type of horrible person that I can be sometimes.
0: <laughs> no, I feel the same way. And I, I appreciate that. Like, I appreciate those friendships that are with people who don't mind distance and long periods of time without communication, I guess. Like, I I have a few friends from home that don't, get upset because I don't contact them constantly because I am very bad about putting in a lot of effort for old friendships with people that I don't see on the regular and so I have a couple people that I'll go back home and I can still call them up and be like hey are you around let's hang out and they're like yeah totally I'd love to see you you know and that's yeah. that's a really nice friendship to have because I I think there are very few people, honestly, on this planet that are good about keeping up with all of their friendships, because that's an impossible task. Think about how many people you call friend throughout your lifetime. Yeah. I don't know.
1: No, I totally agree. Like, and making new friends as an adult person, like, once you leave college is different. Oh, it's because it's so guys, hard. You guys are all unified and in something, right? You're all in the right. same place at the same time. You're the same yeah, age. Yeah, everyone like,
0: at the same college ooh. has something inherently the in same common. about them. There's something in common, yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, the people, like, are starting a new job. I just started, like, a fairly new job. I'm still getting to know my coworkers. I found out yesterday that this dude I thought was the same age as me is, like, six years older than me which is fine like whatever that's certainly not not the biggest age day for age difference that i've encountered but then i was like oh my god i thought you were younger and it turns out everyone at the table with me was like in their 30s like had been established had lived other places had done other things and all of a sudden they looked at me like oh look at you like you're such a loser i was like "Oh, oh no I was like the freshman at the table and I was like yeah <laughs> I mean I totally am this like I am a loser in, a, in certain ways but a winner in the most pigs I can sell I don't care how old you are <laughs> but, but yeah it was definitely like it was back to that situation where you're like a freshman and like you're ha- you get invited to hang out with the older cool kids and all of a sudden it's like I'm an adult and I'm trying to make friends and now I'm thinking about high school it's so weird.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what I'm gonna do to make friends when I get out of college because I'm gonna go pretty much immediately after graduating and live with our grandmother in Manhattan. And she I don't has cool friends. Does she? No. <laughs> Her friends Actually, that she goes she to weaving competitions with, weaving I mean, conventions.
1: Like, yeah, she like weaves like hella cool rugs.
0: Maybe I can learn how to weave rugs.
1: Dude, that would be so cool. Like learn a craft. Wait, you do a craft? But like I do. A, a handicraft.
0: That's true. We already learned how to knit together.
1: I love knitting.
0: I haven't done that in a very long time.
1: You should take up knitting again. We should all knit more. Love yeah. of knitting.
0: Love well, of knitting. Everyone no, I mean, should like, knit.
1: I think that's also important. Like a big part of love is passion. Right. So like I think we should all do things we're passionate about. And this is what I always stress at work, too.
0: If everyone had a healthy thing to channel like positive energy into, I think the world would probably be a better place.
1: I agree. And like, I always found that, like, what I try to impart when I was like a boss, and also what I try to impart my coworkers now when we're feeling a little dejected, I'm like, hey, I realize like this is not everyone's dream job right now. Like, this is not ideally what you want to be doing with your life. But at the same time, your life is going to be improved so much more if you take pride in your work.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: So I think, like, I I don't know. There's not always been a lot of dignity in the jobs I've done. I was once a monkey mascot for a children's gym. And there's not a lot of pride in that work. What? um, Except for maybe pride in terrifying children.
0: What are you talking about? I was. What is that?
1: I was the My Gym monkey, Mimo.
0: When? Where? What is this?
1: You didn't know I did this?
0: No, this. I didn't know you did this. What What are you talking <laughs> about?
1: I was a monkey mascot named Mimo the monkey okay. for a children's gym in Charleston, South Carolina. It's
0: like I, the only
1: paid, quote, acting work I've ever done.
0: I need. I need to know everything about this.
1: I wonder if I can find any sort of evidence of this. I'm sure I can. I, I
0: would love a- anything.
1: Let's see. What do we have? Uh, I think this is how I'm going to do it. I'm going to find this person, and I'm going to find our friendship on Facebook. You know, I hate when people change... Speaking of friends, <laughs> I hate when they change their names on Facebook to stuff that's not their actual name.
0: Yeah, why do people do that?
1: I don't know. Where do you... S- See friendship.
0: I don't know if that's a thing you can search. I think that just kind of happens.
1: It used to be anymore. It used to be a thing. Oh, got it. See friendship. Nice. Okay. Dope. Too bad we took tons of selfies together all the time. Let's see. Yeah, I was like a monkey.
0: I'm so baffled. It's a real
1: thing. Yeah, dude. Like,
0: what was the costume like? Was it like a big?
1: It was a monkey! Like like a
0: big monkey, like, mascot outfit? Like, full mascot outfit?
1: Yeah, like mittens and a head. A whole thing. A whole shebang. Oh my god, I'm seeing this video of of my birthday cake that made it, like... They did, instead of a birthday party, they did, like, a memorial for me. What?! So on the cake, they wrote, she lived, she loved, she laughed.
0: What the hell was this,
1: yeah, I mean, I'll just pretended I had died instead of I have such great friends
0: instead of stopped being a a monkey, wait, was this like your coworkers at the children's gym?
1: No, no, that was a different oh, a different thing, okay,
0: so you that's know, honestly, that's a good way I to know, love I your did, friends I know it exists. a good way to love your friends is on their birthday, get them a birthday cake that is. More of a memorial cake and pretend that they're dead.
1: Well, you know.
0: They will look back on it and and cherish, cherish the pictures.
1: Yeah. Why not, right? I guess. I don't know.
0: Okay. Well.
1: I'm not finding this. I'm sorry. I'll find the monkey picture and post it. It is real. I, it is, like, something. But I think, you know, that was maybe possibly, like, The weirdest job I ever did. I would say so. But, like, yeah, that's the most out there. But still, I mean, there's a little bit of pride in it. Like, now it's, like, the weirdest job I ever did. I take pride in that. Right.
0: It was funny. All right. Did it for the goofs. Well, I did it for the goofs. Everything for the goofs. While I'm looking at the pictures of Emily as a monkey... We are going to take a break and listen to some of my friends who are trying to do what they love to do, and I hope you enjoy it.
1: He does have friends. I do have
0: friends. Okay. All right.
1: They're very talented. Let's do it.
2: Musking. by so fast and here I am a ghost through the years yeah I've become apathetic to violence to love to the world outside oh yeah I'm apathetic and there's no hope for me is a game that I don't want to play Cause I'm sick of losing again and again I'm giving up the chase and it here and now And embracing the lame and smiling friend It's roomy here inside this gloomy empty space I call my conscience I know it's obvious that I've developed pessimistic that I cannot seem to break Going insane, gotta get out of my brain Now yeah, I'm going insane Everyone is leaving me at once And here I am A ghost Through the years Yeah, I've become apathetic To bad
1: And that was some of John's friends doing something wonderful, I'm sure. <laughs> he, I'm sorry, he doesn't tell me what what's going to well, happen. Well, I don't... So it's a surprise for me as I well I don't totally
0: know what's going to happen either because I know I have a lot of people lined up to do music for us, but I don't know an exact schedule for them. So whoever you just heard, I know they're spectacular and I know that you'll love them. I just don't know who they are as of yeah. recording we wouldn't do you like that so i i hope you did enjoy it and again if you have any music any musician that you know of that you would like to hear um spotlit i guess on our podcast then uh, you can email us at downtimesubs at gmail.com and you can have some of your friends music on our show
1: yeah. Um thanks for tuning in again. This episode is How to Love. Um, we certainly love music and we love you, our listeners. So thanks for coming back.
0: <laughs> Thank you for not quitting halfway through. I appreciate it. Thank you
1: so much. Thank you for being here. <laughs>
0: how to how to love your um, audience. How How to Love how Your can Audience. We...
1: Practice reckless self audience <laughs> love. Wait, no. Like Katy Perry. <laughs>
0: Self-aware. Katy Perry loves Wait. her fans, and I want to be more like her when I grow up.
1: And Hillary Clinton loves Katy Perry.
0: Does that mean that Hillary Clinton loves me?
1: It's a transitive property. I guess.
0: Is that how love works? How math Why not? How math can work in love. The transitive property is present in...
1: Is that transitive? It's an,
0: it's an endless train of love being transferred transitively.
1: Okay. (laughs) We have some people very angry right now, and people who know more than us about a certain subject, maybe it's not. That's how the
0: transitive property works.
1: Is it? Yeah. Okay. Okay, good. That is transitive. Okay. Well, speaking of of audience love, too, uh, do we have any love from our audience?
0: Oh. I haven't even checked. Probably not.
1: Oh my god, check the email. Yeah, probably not. You guys are bad at sending emails.
0: Whoa.
1: I want to I want to stress that. Well, I'm just saying. You know, love can be tough sometimes. This is tough audience love this right is... now. We have nothing to talk about if you don't ask us questions.
0: Please. This section is how to love Emily and I more.
1: How to love us more. How to appreciate us more <laughs> as podcasters.
0: I slaved over getting a Gmail account for about four minutes. And,
1: and you guys had to listen I to that. I have
0: been shown nothing for it.
1: There's no, nothing in our inbox.
0: So if you're listening to this, there's nothing. <laughs> out of our thousands, <laughs> not even spam. out of our tens of thousands of listeners, not a single one of them wanted to email us. <laughs> <laughs> but see, maybe after listening to this episode, they'll be instilled with love that so much so that they will want to email us. Just maybe maybe just a hello. Maybe just a hey.
1: Hey, we're out there and we're listening.
0: Hey, you're cute. Hey, your your voice is nice to hear.
1: How would they know we're
0: cute? I don't know.
1: I guess if you go on our website, that's true. I can check the traffic on our website, but I really no,
0: I don't want want to to either. Sam was asking me. (laughs) Sam, my girlfriend, was asking me before we started calling, talking on the phone. Terrible at this before we started talking and she asked me if there was any way to track um, I think the traffic through our iTunes and I was like I don't think there is and I also don't want to
1: <laughs> I can track the traffic on the website itself right. but I don't know I don't know about iTunes and I just really no we don't have I don't think we've had any reviews yet nothing like we're such a virgin show I
0: think well we need to get I think there's a certain number of episodes you need to get in before iTunes allows people to um review it. Or no. Wait, you're not no, it's reviewers? a certain number of reviews that have to go up before they display them. I think I think we had one or two, or more likely just one so now we have, review.
1: We have the silent reviewer right yeah. now. Like we're calling on the silent reviewers. Yes. Please make your voices heard. <laughs> Who did that? Was that Nixon? I think that might have been Who Nixon. did what? The Silent Majority. Oh, God. History. Something we're also not how good at. To, how to love John. history.
0: I'm really not good at it. I did bad in high school.
1: Oh, no. Well, it's okay. People like him anyways.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm... Like me or Nixon? Uh,
1: Nixon's looking okay right now. I
0: I don't know if we can do this.
1: Oh, no. no, we can't. We can't do this. It's still too much. Um, we're not ready. We haven't grown into our uh, our fan base yet. We haven't, you know, inspired people enough to to take the same views as us just because we're us. So we got to save the politics for a later episode when we have a v- a bigger fan base. Are you typing? No,
0: just sitting here.
1: Just sitting chilling uh how to shirk responsibilities i'm shirking responsibilities right now. i'm
0: good at that Woohoo. i skipped a bunch of classes this week just because i really really didn't want to go to them
1: john mom is listening. oh sorry
0: mom i didn't i've never Possibly skipped a class only listener and i love all my classes and i'm gonna get a's in all of them
1: all of them so a's. i
0: hope you're proud of me
1: i love school School, like, I think you should appreciate school more, because school is, like, the best thing ever. I know I'm, like, a weirdo and a goofball, but, like, one thing I genuinely love is taking tests.
0: That's super weird. School.
1: I know. Oh, no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, self-love. I think that's gonna be the biggest recurring school theme of this is episode, is the self-love.
1: The self-love. Yeah. Okay, so, like, I want to ask you some questions, Okay. Chad. Just like get to know you questions, but I, I feel like our viewers want to know, and uh, and I'm curious too. Okay, so what would you consider, it doesn't have to be the Harry Potter quiz, but what is your Patronus?
0: What is my Patronus?
1: What is your Patronus?
0: I think that, can can it be like a spirit animal?
1: No, it can't be a spirit animal, it has to be Patronus.
0: But are they equivalent in any way? Because I, I feel like yes. I have a very yes. defined spirit animal.
1: Okay, but I don't think white people are allowed to have spirit animals. Wait. So you have to say patronus. Is
0: that not? Mm. What, is spirit animals like a specific cultural thing?
1: Questionable. Yep. Apparently, let's. What's your patronus? What? <sighs> it's a thing. I didn't know. Okay. All right. Well. well yeah, okay. Anyway, Bye. I
0: think that my personality and the way I interact with others is most equivalent to that of a dog
1: okay which is
0: boring because <laughs> dogs are a widely domesticated animal that everyone has had experiences with but i th- I think it could be that. a dog like, I think it could be maybe
1: a specific dog maybe maybe an
0: otter or maybe I think maybe otter. a dolphin
1: okay so you're like you're like a group animal like you're not Like, you interact with others. Yes. I do not do well by myself. Word. I like it. Yeah. I like it a lot. Uh, Okay. If you won the lottery, what would you do with your winnings?
0: I have a lot of thoughts about this.
1: If you never had to work again, like, you won enough money so that you would be comfortable for the rest of your life and could do whatever you wanted, what would it be?
0: Travel, I think. I I don't know. Travel. I would okay. first off whenever anyone talks about winning the lottery, they always talk about, "Oh, you got to you got to do this and this, you got to put it in an account or whatever because they're going to screw you on lump they're going to screw you on taxes." And I'm like
1: Take the lump sum.
0: I I don't care about taxes like when you're talking about winning the lottery, that is infinitely more money than anyone on this earth knows what to do with. I don't care about losing 50% of it to taxes taxes as a general rule, go to things that we all need as a society. I don't have a problem paying taxes cause they're important. So whatever with that, then I get the amount of money I'm going to get. And I do want to put the majority of it away. I want to give a lot of it away because I've always wanted to be in that position where you can just throw money at people and things. Because God, one.
1: I was at an event where Salman Rushdie just like put up his hand and gave away ten thousand dollars. See, just because they put him on the spot, they're like, "Salman Rushdie is here. Does he want to donate?" And he was like, "Yeah, sure, ten thousand dollars." And I was like, "What the?
0: What?" Yeah, I want to. I want to be like that <laughs> I because I feel like a huge wine
1: for him. A huge problem
0: with our society. This is gonna get
1: <laughs> African kids did nothing for him, and I poured wine all <laughs> night for nothing. <laughs> You just gave them $10,000.
0: <laughs> Jesus. But I think a big problem is that the people who make the most money also don't do anything with it. They hoard it all, and so it doesn't get flushed back into the economy. I've always wanted to be that person with the most money because I don't have a problem spending money, which is partially why I will always be poor. But... <laughs> <laughs> That's why the the lottery scenario was good for me because I will give most of it uh, like 99 percent of it probably, away to other people and charities.
1: And then you'll travel a little bit. and then, and then I like, will travel as much life. as
0: I can, I will put enough away where my like children and grandchildren can live comfortably, and then, yeah, live out live out, live out my wow. days. I, I that's another thing is I wouldn't want to not work. But obviously, I would want to do what I want to do, which is to perform. And I think that having a lot of money could help get that yeah, situation started. Uh, so
1: Probably work out really well in your yeah. favor. You just like, yeah, you could do nothing but like perfect your art. Exactly. Which is just like amazing. Like I think like an utmost goal in life would be to perfect whatever uh you're doing currently so becoming a master of your craft Mm -hmm. i think is so interesting i'm surrounded by people who are considered masters of their craft just happens to be a craft that i care very much about but i don't want to become a master in it so i have like co-workers who are master sommeliers who know everything there is to know about wine like that's that's so cool cool. or it's so cool right but i don't want to do that but i respect the being a master of something yeah You know what I mean? Like, my craft is acting. Like, what if I put enough energy into something to become a master of my craft? And what would that mean, to be a master of the craft of acting? I don't think that would mean being a mainstream actor, because I don't think we have any good examples of actors today in the business that are our household names that are actually technically masters of that craft. You don't think so? Well, who would you consider to be a master of of the acting craft? And if you say Jennifer Lawrence, I'll punch you in the no, face.
0: No, God, no, no. The that the girl. first name that comes the, to mind. I hate
1: the Wunderkind thing. It's so that's an
0: issue in a, in a lot of different fields. I hate fields, but it so much. When you say a household name of someone who is considered to have mastered their craft, I think of Meryl Streep.
1: That's very okay. Meryl Streep, yeah, very good, educated at Yale, like, super great, classically educated, uh, still working. Okay, cool, yeah. cool. Um, Philip Seymour Hoffman comes up a lot. He's dead now, but, like, he was...
0: <laughs> Philip Seymour Hoffman was spectacular.
1: Yeah, like, really good. Um, But, yeah, I think it would be, like, great to be, even if it doesn't mean, like, becoming that household name, but becoming a master of your craft, I think, is very interesting. And you no. also have that, where you will, if you become a master of your craft, you will never be... A household name probably
0: probably not i mean that that is if if the if i go the opera route probably not because it's that's true it's not i don't know not not as many people are are listening and doing opera but actually what i learned sure. recently is that our um our generation millennials are the most involved in classical music like, they're the generation that's the most involved in classical music for the last, like, three generations.
1: Wow. I was, okay. I was reading cool. this. So Very become, cool. So you're, you're getting a good education. We, we, I, we've I think so. List, right? Like, working I, people. I hope what, that my, work, my
0: classical working. vocal training is going to come back around at some point. Um. That's cool. But We're, yeah,
1: we haven't done any goofs in a little while. We've like evolved into like a very like civilized it, conversation, which I think is which is a downtime first. We've actually managed <laughs> to to follow a a thought to its its logical resolution, which probably isn't as as comedic as our other material. But god damn it, I'm proud of us. Like, I'm
0: proud. I, I could
1: high five you <laughs> if I could high five you right now, John. I would because we actually followed a train of thought <laughs> it's very exciting
0: <laughs> it didn't it didn't absolutely crash and burn like our other ideas <laughs> like, i don't know yeah, if that, that means we that we're do. doing something right or doing something wrong though
1: i don't know i don't know what's right or what's wrong because we have yet to become masters of our podcasting craft and
0: we'll get there with enough love <laughs> Oh that's what I was going to say. You you mentioned about um wa- like wanting to become a household name or n- rather not needing to become a household name and I agree with that. I think that if your goal is to become a household name in something that you will never get anywhere. I think that is a terrible place to it's a, it's it. a terrible bar to set for yourself. Mm. Cuz I feel like all you can do with something in some field of art is work effortless um, work tirelessly at it to to make it the best that you can make it and love it and love doing it and then I don't know your audience will find you right
1: I gotta be totally honest here I think that the from the snippets I heard of that it was really great like a really good point that you made but but your audio completely cut out. And I didn't hear anything. Oh no! Yeah, well, I'm so sorry. It was just Facetime. Facetime was being dumb. Um, you'll hear it in post. Something about something about becoming a household name. I'm so sorry. No, it's okay. I, to be honest, this isn't a, like a far stretch from where I normally am in a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> The one time I like keep my mouth shut and dedicate myself to listening for once in my life (laughs) and the audio cuts out (laughs) I think a part of love is is learning to change a little bit too because I I love John very much which is why we do this podcast and in listening to previous podcasts I've found that I'm a terrible listener (laughs) like just like (laughs) I always knew I was kind of a terrible listener, but I am the world's worst listener. Like
0: <laughs> you, just get you just get very distracted, and you get very deep in thought, I'm just, and it's I'm so ad. It's fine. Oh my god! I do find myself frequently it. asking Emily in phone conversations if she's listening <laughs> to me, <laughs> <laughs> which. God. It's fine.
1: Oh my god. I'm just a shitty human sometimes. But I did I was that time I was trying and it was FaceTime's fault. And I'm really I could just be technology. FaceTime right now, but
0: Is technology trying me? to tell you that you, you you're just not meant to listen to the the I'm full not. thoughts that I have.
1: I'm so sorry. It's okay. I'll hear it though. You will. Oh, I will. Oh God. That's just so embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, whatever John said. I'm sure he's great and <laughs> was wonderful. And uh, we love him very much for trying. You know, he does try. I appreciate it. What else have you learned from podcasting? What
0: else have I learned from so podcasting? Far. I actually listened yeah, back to our out. first episode and because we had it re edited by the lovely Iris Rogers. Thank you, Iris. Um and I realized how much research I was doing on the spot about mice. And I, I yeah. did learn a good amount about mice. I, I'm very proud of that research.
1: <laughs> moose moose. Okay. And then our second episode, uh,
0: which hopefully listeners will have heard by now. i
1: If we follow a logical sequence. I,
0: I learned a lot about like space travel. I... <laughs> Which the episode was how to run a bar, so that's that's good that that's where we went. Um,
1: yeah, totally. <laughs> oh, my
0: God. I didn't know that it Forgot would take... Apparently, it takes 150 to 300 days to travel from Earth to Mars, depending on the alignment of the planets. I just have that fact in here now. I never would have yep. had that if we hadn't been doing this.
1: Taking up the space of like some loved one's name or something. like <laughs> Some important information. Or
0: some lyrics or rhythms that i should be knowing for the various things i have to sing
1: probably oh goodness well that's good we're learning on this learning we're learning every day not
0: only is it a wholesome family podcast
1: <laughs> it's not wholesome it's oh also
0: full of we education briefly touched on
1: vegetable fucking like you know. oh man <laughs> oh i said it it's like, don't say it, don't talk about vegetable fucking, don't do it, and they did it. I think our grandparents doesn't know I think this. they do, too. They know about it, though. They're old enough, okay, they, uh,
0: They are too-
1: maybe you went their whole lives without hearing about <laughs> vegetable fucking, and now, oh, no.
0: <laughs> That's why we skipped over how to love food so fast. <laughs> don't love your food. I don't know. Maybe that can be our sign off. <laughs> we still haven't decided on like a definitive sign off, and I think it's important.
1: No, no, I don't think so.
0: To have a sign off?
1: Yeah, no, I don't think it's important at all. What? But we do have to sign off because I'm gonna be late for work, and I love you guys so much that I that I will be late for work for you. Nice. But uh, even no, if there's Al, forward, Al you know, Roker. There's two of them. That's what's
0: going around the country. Here's what's happening in your neck of the woods. That's so good. we need a sign off
1: al roker's a hack (laughs) (laughs) like of all the like who's like the dumbest person to have beef with like if you could have beef with anyone if you could have beef with anyone i would fight al roker i'm saying it here i have a platform al roker i will fight you
0: (laughs) what do you have against al roker
1: we're in the same city. Let's do it. I don't I don't like him as much ever since he lost the weight. <laughs> I liked Fat Roker.
0: Alright. That's I think that's now the term. Totally Al, if you don't put on at least thirty pounds in the next three months
1: I will fight you.
0: You and Emily will fight. What's three months from today? <laughs> Hang on. We're gonna get to the bottom of this. Three months from today, okay. it's December fourth. So, March, March 4th?
1: Okay, bring it All right, on, Al.
0: If you, I'll be training. Al Roker. I'm
1: going to put on 30 pounds of muscle. Al Roker,
0: we know you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't lose, if you don't put on at least 30 pounds in three months, you and Emily are going to fight at Rockefeller Plaza. We will come yep. to you. I will bring cameras and microphones. <laughs>
1: We can get them to work. I want to get
0: this whole thing captured.
1: Oh my be god. There, motherfucker. I just, I'll, I will fly at him. It's going to be so great. Just, I cannot stop fantasizing about fighting Al Roker. It's going to be so good.
0: Um I think uh, I think on that note, that's a good uh, that's a good place to end this episode about how to love
1: how to love Al Roker, I will fight you.
0: <laughs> and that about does it. Thank you so much for listening.
1: Thank you so much. Um, if you have questions, comments, um, uh, encouragement for how and and uh, in what method I should fight Al Roker. What fighting style, perhaps? I do know a little bit of kung fu, but not enough to actually punch someone in the actual face.
0: If you know any... Please email us. If you know any of Al Roker's strengths or weaknesses that she can use, oh that she God. can exploit in a fight, please contact us at downtime, like- downtimesubs at gmail.com. Uh, if you have any uh, music you would like featured on the show, subs at gmail.com. If you have uh, any suggestions for a how-to that you have been looking for, um, same email, d-o-w-n-t-i-m-e-s-u-b-s at gmail.com. Um,
1: thank you so much again our intro outro music is by the wonderful and talented Ethan Gustus- Gustavson. oh my goodness and our uh editing is done by Iris Rogers who is a saint and has saved us from a lot of arguing and emotional turmoil <laughs> thank you we love you Iris and Ethan uh have a great life have a weekend day evening have
0: a good whatever week we'll see you next time and that famous sign off.
1: Al Roker, I will fight you.
0: Have a good one. (laughs)